0: Good evening, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. Something a little different, <laughs> quite different. It is actually 9.30. I'm not sure where Pilar is actually, but uh, I know she was re- more than likely returning a call. So. I'm I think her phone's battery was running low, so she might be plugged in upstairs. That would be my guess. I'm not sure. Anyhow. So I have no idea how long this thing will last, basically, until she comes down. So, whew, what a lazy day I've had! Uh, of course, if in case you didn't remember, on Mondays uh, she's not working anymore. So we spend the day, and today was a birthday. I actually, was gonna go up with a guitar to basically sing a happy birthday to wake her up with that, but I forgot. <laughs> And here she comes down, and I give give her a hug. And then I remember, I'm like, shit, okay, sit down, close your eyes. And I basically sang happy birthday in three languages. So something silly. And then uh, we're talking, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make you a cake today for your birthday. And then went from a cake to made a meal. So I made a carrot cake with like a cashew, peanut, uh, lemon uh, glaze, Frosting, I guess you would call it. And uh, then I made a very creamy, uh, garlicky mashed potato with my, uh, well, there was not enough garbanzo flour to make those kind of garbanzo steaks. So I used polenta garbanzo to make some steaks with a a creamy mushroom sauce. (laughs) It was very rich. I made a ratatouille. Oh, I think that may be her. Yeah, here she is. All right, guys. Maybe I'll talk to you in a bit. Maybe. Anyhow, so she is actually going to be placing the call now, so let's see how that goes. It's going to be kind of organic. I'm uh, normally used to my space, you know, when I do that. It uh, feels distracting and it just kind of, uh, I guess in a way, feels impure. You know, if there are people around or people that I know, or I just uh, don't like that. So we'll see. I was telling, well, I don't know if she heard me when I was saying that. I was gonna be recording something while she was gonna call. She had a couple of calls to make. Anywho, so I was talking about a creamy, garlicky mashed potato, my uh, mm, polenta, gobs of flour, steak with a mushroom cre- cre- sauce, mushroom sauce, I guess you call it, a ratatouille with a bunch of well, basically kind of what goes in a ratatouille, and then I made some kind of a bruschetta with. Uh, Goat cheese and arugula. And in the middle of sorbet with uh, blueberries and frozen pineapple, banana. Um, It was very nice to kind of uh, clean the palate. Anyway, so I ended up spending a while in the kitchen this morning. So the day was completely different. I didn't have the the inspiration or the motivation for... uh, um, the language is just, uh, which was fine, because once I realized I was going to cook, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to want to enjoy it. I'm not going to want to rush it, though I'm pretty, I can be pretty efficient in the kitchen. I kind of realize my organizational skills are, flow quite naturally, you know, when you have a, I guess everybody's going to be kind of the same as saying, regardless of what they do, you know, whether you are a housewife or a CEO or a doctor or trashman. You're looking at, uh, eventually, with your practice, yeah, practice makes perfect, so you get used to that. And for me, I guess, when I'm thinking about dishes, then you prioritize, you know, for everything to kind of, uh, to be just fine at the end, what needs to happen before, and then uh, act accordingly. So that's more than likely a muscle that, uh, that I think I'll keep shape for a while. She made mention of that too. Actually, her when she said when I was in the kitchen, I was kind of like glowing. Just uh, well, I mean, I'm comfortable obviously in the kitchen. You know, having spent so many years in it, and it is it is a space that uh, well, I am not always necessarily comfortable. Meaning, uh, you know, at least you know in the kitchen here or like in Hamilina, you know, I can I really do. It is important for me to have a clean working space. I just don't like clutter. I just don't. Anywho. So, and then, you know, listening to podcasts, Japanese, Italian. I did the Portuguese, actually. I did a little bit of, uh, definitely, uh, a little more Italian today. And, uh, yeah, I did enjoy myself. It was kind of nice to make that for her. and And she enjoyed it, which was nice. And what was nice about it is, it wasn't planned, it just happened organically. So that was wonderful. It felt very fresh. Very, very very authentic. So that was uh That was uh, that was nice. And then basically uh I actually took a nap before finishing. Sure you it. Because she um, she wanted to eat at around three thirty, so I am like, okay, which was funny. It doesn't matter. Uh, I pretty much knew by then that I will I was definitely not going to be having any dinner. It's going to be interesting to see on the camino that idea about you know if I am still eating around you know between two and four in the afternoon. Uh, I don't quite see what I would change, you know. Even though you know I am going to be burning more calories, obviously moving, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's gonna naturally fluctuate, you know, and it will naturally compensate somehow. <laughs> I think all those things are connected. When one starts to overflow, it just goes overflow to the next one, and eventually they kind of even each other out. I have the feeling. Anyway, but I had like a pig. Also realized the carrot cake. I was like, Psh. I can see that part of me kind of addicted is not the right word, but easily leaning toward it and abusing it. And overeating, I do, I do have that. I do have that about some of those things, and you know, and I would not have done it for me. I would not have made a carrot cake, though. I used to have a very good recipe. I don't know why it's not there anymore. I had a gingerbread. I think it's still there with a like a whole grain, just amazing. I love spicy and orangey, you know, kind of citrusy and spicy, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, the one I used to make. In France, it was something that we had as children. I think they may still do it. But, uh, Pende is what it's called. And nowhere as good as this one. Of course. But, uh, uh, yeah, I had, I had dialed down a very nice, uh, carrot cake. I'm not sure what happened to the recipe. but Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I went to Oshiglo. I really like that site. And then I just, uh, took one of hers, made a couple of changes, and, it went, but it came very nice, didn't stick at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, then we took a nap and then uh, then I realized I'm not doing anything else today. She got the chainsaw, the chainsaw today, so tomorrow I'm going to cut those three big branches on that tree. She kind of wanted to do it this evening, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything tonight. I'm just uh, lazy. I'm just going <laughs> to, I guess that may be part of where I want to jump here. Is it weird to feel entitled to what you feel naturally inclined to, or oh, I guess that which you validate? Because obviously there are things in me that I have wanted to change that I have changed, and I'm, some that I keep wanting to change, or you know keep exploring, and I'm not done with those. But those, basically, I'm skeptical or I question them. And then there are the other one that are just like, yeah, just, just, be, just go with it, you know. It's like you don't have to fit in that weird mold. You don't have to. Everything doesn't have to be politically correct. It's okay. If you feel lazy, you feel lazy. And I'm like, you know, and you know what, you can. I'm still in a place where. That's something that I can do, you know. And I'm, and she was saying, you know, kind of lucky, and I'm like, no, it's not luck. I don't. I really don't see it as luck. And it's not, neither good nor bad. But it's, it's part of the life that I'm living, you know. And of course, you know, you can always see the sunny side of life there. And then there are the parts that for some people I think will be pretty rough. And to me, at times, they're not great, but I guess they're okay. Las puedo soportar. I can, I can handle them. They're acceptable, and I think my stay this winter in Jairena showed me that my my solitude was not the same i didn't I didn't feel that i didn't I had moments you know where I felt a little under, but it was quite mild it was rather mild actually overall I was really quite comfortable and I guess. I think it's, if you find your groove, you know, if you find that little crack in that wall where you fit, and even though maybe nobody else would fit in there, but it doesn't matter. It's, is it your crack? And though mine is nomadic, sporadic, ephemeral, you know, meaning like, well, this is what it is now. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a part that's challenging, you know, the idea of not having really a place to put your back down. (laughs) You know, here I am in about, in three days, I'll be turning 51, and I don't, you know. Though I love Peter, I'm very grateful, you know, and yeah, she's so fucking generous, but it's, and, and I am fine with accepting that, you know, and I'm with gratitude, and, and I'm like, and not feeling like I owe her, which is amazing, because I feel if I felt that, I would not accept it. And of course, I'm not in a place where I have to, but, um uh, but I feel like it's really something that's genuine for her. Though I don't understand why. You know, but it doesn't matter. It feels genuine. And so I accept it. But at the same time, kind of like, uh, <laughs> I go back to The Alchemist, which is funny, because I don't think I could read that book anymore. And when he goes to the oasis, you know, it is not the end. It's just a stop along the way. I'm not done. I'm not done digging. I'm not done digging in the dirt. And... Uh, Anyhow, so couple of things, I guess. Oh, actually, that was kind of funny. Uh, you know, I mentioned last week. You know, she basically went to Sevilla together because uh, for the bank, you know, to apply for that uh, not, not not fee, which I did get for the next twelve months. So that's two hundred forty dollars saved. And basically, then she offered me to take the car, and then uh, we we kind of talked about. You know, it's like. Three kilometers away from your house, you have a train station that takes you to basically almost right up to the hospital. So you have a stop right there. So, of course, it's not as convenient as the car because, uh, you know, you, you're not parking everything. But basically, when she took the train that day when she gave me the car, and I drove the car back, went to Decathlon to get my, uh, my gear, she got the bug. And basically, starting tomorrow, she's going to go to the train station. And she's going to take the train. She's going to start doing it. And there's a crazy incentive, which to me makes complete sense. But amazing that she's going to get a pass, which is ridiculous. I think it's 10 euro. And if she uses it, I think 16 times. So the same trip, 16 times in the next months, they reimburse her the $10. So basically, incentivizing people to let go of the car, which to me makes complete sense. Uh, Anyway, so she's going to start to do that. And of course, in her case, it's a little different because she's going to go to the gym before. So she has to take the train, go to the gym, then take the train again to go to to work. So it's a touch more complicated, but she looks pretty excited. Anyway, so anyway, it's cute. So, you know, she was like, well, you can have the car tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need the car. it would be fine. I really don't. Oh, and then the next thing that's changed, actually speaking of the car, because this weekend there's something going on with her mother. So the care worker feels there may be kind of a something going on, something different. So she's going to go uh, visit her and check her out, which of course normally would have happened the weekend we just went through. But she didn't. And so she's actually going to come with me to go with Urban and Maribel. So I'll have to send a message, which I'll do tomorrow. I didn't want to do any more connecting or sending a message. And I don't know, it just didn't feel like it. So tomorrow morning, I'll just let him know, hey, scratch off the meeting at a train station. Pilar is coming. And then basically we'll, we'll find a new place to meet. And uh, then I'll be driving the car back home and then taking it to the train station. And then she'll take the train to go to her mother. And she asked me to stay one day longer, which of course I am. So she'll go on Saturday to her mother, stay a couple of nights, come back on Monday afternoon, and uh, I'll pick her up wherever I'll pick her up wherever she needs me to, from there. And then Saturday, uh, Tuesday morning, basically. So instead of the seventeenth, so the eighteenth will be my uh, my official uh, date to start the Camino. And. Uh, that's about that and they just kind of went under me and i realized yeah i didn't go i didn't go for a walk today i did not leave the the place i think i must have been about three hours in the kitchen at least maybe a little more but i took my time you know i, I like to when i get done through a task kind of clean the dishes so to kind of uh Though I was not the most anal, that sometimes I would really clean everything, and basically the next task, everything would be clean. But it was like, that was fine. I had a couple of loose things on the counter. Encimera. It's a word that's costing me. The countertop, kitchen countertop, is called an encimera. Uh, There's some weird words that they are just hard for me to remember. Anywho. And I started to watch that series called Black Mirror. Actually, by mistake, I started on the fourth season uh and I didn't realize they were all those short stories but it's i mean to me, it's quite well done uh in terms of the topics that are chosen i mean they are interesting uh conundrum being brought up you know about technology, you know about relationships. And I think those are definitely... I think they're quite relevant, actually, as we are going more and more virtual. Personally, I don't think it changes anything. I really don't. Um, I think it's basically nothing new under the sky. You know, it's... Yeah, to us, all the folks, like Pilar was talking about, you know, those challenges. But I'm like, yeah, but what would have your parents said about your generation, about those things that you had access to? You know, what happened when people are starting to have cars? And when the idea that possibly possibility that they could be leaving their town, you know, became a reality, or going somewhere else to to study or whatever, when before you were pretty much doomed, you know, by your, by your geography, wherever you were, and then more than likely what your family was doing, or your father or your mother, depending on who you were, you were going to follow in their footsteps. It was not a choice. You know, it was just decided. It was ordained. By nature supreme or by the supranatural order. I'm being sarcastic because supranatural would imply, I guess, God there. But, anywho, but yeah, I don't, um, I really don't view uh, technology as an impediment. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see what's going to happen on the Camino if I'm going to. uh, Well, I know that during the walk that there'll be so much that I'll be listening to, like, uh, more than likely will. Still do listen to my languages, uh, but I don't think it'll be as much. I think there'll just be a bunch of just walking, having the feeling, the pack, you know, feeling the heat and then just uh, moving. I guess in my case it's going to be northbound for, for now at least. We'll see until uh, Samora. What happens if I even make it there anyway? Because I don't know. Because I don't have to. <laughs> I just know my general direction, and that's where I start. And the rest is like, it'll just take care of itself. So kind of a nice way to wrap around where I started. Or oh, not where I started, but my uh, my inspiration for the beginning, which had to do about, you know, feeling lucky, or, you know, being in this weird place where feeling entitled to this strange lifestyle but it it feels like it is being validated it really does to me it is strange it is definitely uh, very eccentric it's on a margin I don't know many people who have you know that kind of predisposition but It just is, and it's been working. And uh, though, you know, I obviously, sometimes, you know, as you walk in a darkness or in a wilderness, you see lights in some houses, and it kind of looks appealing. Reminds me when I was a wilderness instructor, uh, when we went to um, the Otter Creek Wilderness Area. It's in West Virginia, a beautiful area. So it's called the Otter Creek Wilderness Area. So it's all trail, nothing is marked. So you kind of, you need to know a little bit about map and, and compass and other things to to navigate. And uh, when we went from canoeing, which we did on the, Shen- the Shenandoah River, which was in Virginia, then we drove uh, westbound to go to West Virginia. And I forgot, I'm sorry, there's a name of the town that's kind of known in West Virginia, but I forgot the name. And then I used to go there to Snowshoe Mountain, which is not far from there. Also, in a, I really like the mountain there for to ski. But anyhow, and so we'd go there for the second part of those 21 days, which was, uh, I don't know, five or six days, something like that, canoeing. And then you had like 10 days. Maybe it was more, maybe it was a week canoeing. And then like 10 days or a little more backpacking. And then plus uh, the three days uh, where they get to be alone with some question. In the in the little tent to think about their life, and so when we go there, I have to get some fresh resupply. So basically, I would drop uh, Tanya with the guys, and then take the van back, and then drive to the grocery store to get the goodies, and then whatever the, if I had to call the the office or whatever to to do a check-in, and uh, and I remember, you know, it was. Uh, Dark, of course, because it was late and then it was rainy or something and then you would see the light in the houses and it just, you know, it's so alluring, so welcoming that a part of me was kind of a, oh, that'd be nice. You know, it'd be nice to have a place to go home, which is weird because I had one. So I don't know what I was about because it wasn't that, because I had my home in Texas. I mean, though I was away, you know. Uh, And I don't know if I was one of those spells where I was away for like two months because uh, the format of the company was uh, 21 days. Uh, You spend 21 days with the students. And then you have like uh, one or two days for cleaning up all the stuff and debriefing. And then you have uh, one or two days to get everything prepped before the student comes. So you start on Friday, the prep, Sunday they come, and then you end up... uh, Saturday afternoon finishing with the conclusion with the parents and then Monday Monday basically you done Monday morning is you meet in the morning and then you done so but in the summer you only had like uh, two weeks to between the trips and because it was uh, sixteen hundred miles you know from uh, um, Richmond Virginia to Kerrville Texas it's about yeah, it's about it's very recall, it was. I used to use MapQuest, it was 1632. So actually I could do it quite easily now, now that I think about it. But it was in Midlothian, which is a little west of uh, uh Richmond, but they all pretty much it's uh it's it's right there basically. And then I used to drive actually with my tundra. At the end I was flying, but I used to drive. <laughs> I used to drive, I was 32 hours. 24 hours of drive and about 8 hours of sleeping. That was pretty hardcore. But uh, yeah, just about that light in the kitchen. And uh, so I don't know what that was. Or maybe it was just because, for me, rain is a little challenging, you know. When you have a kind of a stormy stuff or just, uh, or you may be tired or you may be just under, you know. You're just, just under. Anywho. Anyway. So, a nice day. Anyway, guys, I will leave it at that for now. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. You want to say hello? Hello? <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> How they you know? It's my birthday. well i guess now you know she's not just well maybe she could still be a work of fiction right but no there is there is pillar the one you've heard so much about anyway love to you all have a beautiful evening talk to you later